All right, guys. What's up? Welcome back to Average Takes. Welcome back. How's it? All right, we're we got a back in pack. our separate places. Yeah, well, you, you, we had we had our fun. <laughs> we we were had our fun together. Go. Yeah, and it was a it was a good time. If you haven't watched that episode, go watch yeah. that because that was a fun one. Crack some jokes. Um, well, we kind of got a packed show. Uh, got another carousel manager fired in MLB. We're gonna talk that. We're gonna talk home run derby predictions. Bracket was set. And then we're going to talk a little bit about the Padres, of course, um, the fall, the fall of the Padres. So, um, yeah, let's get right into it. Charlie Montoya of the Blue Jays. He's been their manager for quite a while. He was manager of the year. I feel like not too long ago, not not even a couple of years. Um, and he was let go. He was my pick, actually, to win manager of the year. The Blue Jays aren't even that far out of they're in playoffs predictions. They're a wild card right now, aren't they? Or like close yeah. to like top in it. So I mean, kind of confused on the move. Trevor, Weird. do you do you have any feelings on this? Um I mean, I'm confused just like you. I didn't I mean, they're five games over five hundred. Yeah, maybe they're not doing what they're supposed to be, but like how is that the manager's fault? They got other guys that are producing that you never even heard of. Alejandro Kirk, Jordan Romero has been a surprise all year for their closer. And I mean, their superstars are the ones that aren't like producing. And I don't understand how that's Montoya's fault, but I guess it was. <laughs> yeah, this is super weird to me. This is definitely not a midseason fire to me, unless they felt like he lost the clubhouse, I guess. But I know Vladimir Guerrero Jr. is definitely not hitting the way they expected this year and he is i mean any uh, not hitting the way any of us expected 264 only 14 bombs 337 plate appearances 89 games so he's played almost every day but the average are he actually has 20 bombs my bad i looked at doubles 14 doubles um the average is not there. I mean, that's that's actually not terrible. Like he was an all star. He's an all star. I mean, maybe Fanvo impacted that, but he's playing pretty good. And you brought up Alejandro Kirk. Kid's awesome. Twenty three years old, and he's the, I mean, batting as the best catcher in the league. Like all all the way around. Three sixteen. He has ten bombs, thirteen doubles, thirty three RBIs, eighty hits, and two fifty at bats. And George Springer was an all star too, and that, like. Like, uh, this team's pretty good. Yeah, this team's good, but maybe this team is just carrying. Them, could be better, and the if they had a better manager, they could be better than they are right now. Like then, maybe, but yeah, I felt like I felt like they liked him. I don't know what this is. This is weird. Yeah, last yeah, year, they, they, they fired. It's the prequel to what's coming this year, and then this year comes, and now they're firing their manager. Yeah, maybe they're just yeah. not hitting the expectations that they think with this team. They. See, the no. Yankees is probably a lot closer than they thought as um, this roster was built. But obviously, I mean, the Yankees are a powerhouse. Did they fired their old manager and, and this was the interim? Then he kept the job or no? Um. Well, I remember when they traded with the Red Sox, their manager. And I don't remember... How exactly he was brought in? 
I thought he was the interim manager and then he kept the job and then they went to the playoff or they were, they had a good year last year. No. No. So in 2018, Montoya was hired as the manager of the Blue Jays for the 2019 season. Three year oh. deal. Gotcha. And I mean, they won 91 games last year, missed the playoffs. So I understand that that's kind of that's shitty, but I mean, through 88 games, there were 46 and 42. Not the worst. Still Damn. in fourth place. Yeah. He ended his Blue Jays term 500, 236, and 236. <laughs> Damn, really? Yeah. Exactly 500. Wow. And they made the playoffs in the 60-game season, the shortened season. Yeah. No, very surprising. Um, I don't even know. Like, I haven't even heard of their interim manager now. Maybe he turned around. He's a triple-A coach, wasn't he? Or something? I thought it was the bench coach. And he was only he was only on a um, one-year deal, but they had um, extensions that the team could opt in for – um, 23, 24, or 24 and 25. He was actually had a contract through the end of this year. So, I mean, maybe they just weren't sold on him, got him out early. Um, hopefully that lit a fire under the Blue Jays' ass, I guess, is what I'm assuming is what the, the whole entire idea of this was. And hopefully it does. I'm, I would like to see this team in the playoffs because I predicted that. And I know now my, AL manager is not going to be Charlie Montoyo, so I now think I am, I'm the first one to lose out on an entire category for an award in the predictions, so that doesn't feel too good. But nonetheless, I still think this Blue Jays is a very good team. Their pitching is pretty good. I mean, they could be better. Um, they do have the name, so I think that's the only thing is they need pitching to be better. Hey, isn't Barrios having a, like Barrios, a terrible year? Yeah, not having a good year. I know Gosman's having a pretty good year. Last time I checked on his numbers, might as oh, well yeah. check them right now since I'm right here. He's having a good year, and I mean, they really only lost Robbie Ray last year, right, from their team? Yeah, they only lost Robbie Ray. Um, but I mean, they added Gossman and Manoa has been awesome. Barrios has been terrible. Gossman's been good. Um, I don't know if Ross is, is Ross dribbling her or is he pitching because he has 74 innings pitched. He's been, I don't know, damn good, but they don't have uh, Hung Jin Ru either. Hung Jin Ru, yeah, he got hurt, and I'm pretty sure Yasiel Kikuchi is also hurt, yeah. Um, but like you said, Romero has been very good for them um, closing games. They have they have the guys to make this an actual postseason team. Yeah, has I mean, got to be better. I don't know what um, – since leaving the Twins, I don't think he's been very good for Toronto. No, a lot of guys and, smacks him our home runs. He only has 20 this year. Yeah, he's heating up a little time. bit, though. He's, yeah. But uh, no, the AL East is just a wild, like, the wild west you know <laughs> i mean they're all good teams the uh orioles are playing 500 baseball right now like who would have fucking thought 
the Orioles would be that good this year. The with, Orioles are the Giants this year, basically. Uh, they're, not of life this year. they're not that good. <laughs> Surprising well, everybody. Though. I'm pretty sure Max Scherzer, one-year contract this year, is worth the entire salary of the Baltimore Orioles starting 26 guys in their major league roster. Yep, you're right. That's wild. So, I mean, good for them for playing 500 baseball with the least amount of money paid, money, money spent, money ball, absolute money ball. ball. I I feel like that's stealing in the league. You only paid your, your major league baseball team around 30 something million. One person should not be making more than a whole whole roster. That's insane. And and this is what we talked about. I'm pretty sure it was earlier this year with the eight. They're in the same situation where they do not, actually pay like a major league team yeah insane. no yeah they don't steph curry makes more than multiple major league baseball teams mm-hmm. that's unreal that should not be a thing that should not be allowed in this day and age absolutely <laughs> Wild. They, it was the guardians that are, or something like that <sighs> the guardians have like a 50 million dollar payroll and 50 years ago they also had a $50 million payroll or something like that. 20 years ago, they had the same exact payroll. So it, it's, it's terrible how times have changed, but these owners are just stealing money from the fans. Yeah. The sponsorships, you know, like that's all this is. All right. Well, we got down. I got down a rambling hole. Um, let's talk <laughs> about home run derby. The lineups are set. I took a screenshot of the bracket. So we could talk about this. I don't know if you guys are going to be tuning in, but I like I like the home run derby. I also like the home run derby. Very Chini, fun to watch. Chini, are you a fan? Eh, I'll watch the highlights. Disrespect. You'll watch the highlights. <laughs> All right. Well, then, well, let me give you the preview. If you're going to watch the highlights, let me set you up for the preview. Um, in the first round, we have the first seed taking on the eighth seed. The first seed, Cal Schwarber, Philadelphia Phillies, taking on the eighth seed, Albert Pulho, St. Louis Cardinals. Oh, my God. This is a wild one for me. Not mad so at that. We, we talked that. about a week ago when the lineup of the all-star rosters were set or earlier this week, whenever that podcast was that the commissioner was able to add people into the all-star game. But now we're getting Albert Pujols. And you want, want me to tell you one thing about Albert Pujols? He can He's, hit bombs. Okay, that's not what I was going to say, though. <laughs> what I'm Back actually, in his day, at least. What I'm actually going to say is this is the fourth time Sir Albert is going to be competing in the Home Run Derby. Do you know how many Home Run Derby championships – He's taking home zero, zero. <laughs> he might go down as the this first year, the this first year oh, no. in four home run derby opportunities to not win any. Everyone who's played in four has won. Hey, this is his year. He beats college so, in the first round. If if you're a betting man, you might toss some dough on a Sir Albert over there. Albert Absolutely. P. It's his last year. His way out. 
Swaggy P over there in St. Louis. He would have to hit more home runs in the Derby than he has the last three years to win. Combined? Yes. Combined? Yes. No, like actually. (laughs) Oh, shit. You have to you have to hit like close to thirty bombs during this home run derby to take it home. And uh, there's no shot that's happening. Guys doesn't (laughs) have the stamina for it. He maybe hits ten at the most. I'm pissed at that. Pissed at that. All right. Good luck to the man. I'm gonna gonna keep going. I'm gonna keep going. So I'm gonna shoot across to the two and seven. Number two. I think this is reigning, defending champ, Pete Alonzo. He's going to be taking on the seventh seed, Ronald Acuna Jr. Great matchup. Great I think matchup. That, is, that should be the, the best matchup of the night because you have Polar Bear Pete, who is always. Is it back to back for him? Wasn't it yeah. back to back? He, yeah, yeah, he won back to back home run derbies. Looking for At a three peat. He won a million dollars, which was more than his entire salary for the season. So that was obviously a huge accomplishment for that young man. But I think that's going to be the best matchup of the weekend for sure. In the first round, at least, Polar Bear Pete versus Ronald Acuna. Who thought? Ronald Acuna, come back from ACL, missed the World Series last year, that Ronald Acuna is going to be in the home run derby. Who would have thought? Who would have thought? All right. I think Ronald's going to hit the farthest ball. We're going, we're going 3v6 right now. I got you the, the last member to be announced, the three seed, Corey Seager. Newly a ranger. And this is my sleeper pick. This is your sleeper. Because he is no longer supporting the Dodger Blue. And this home run derby is going to be in L.A. And there's not a single Dodger competing in this home run derby. Yep, that's awesome. So that's having a great year. It's kind of wild. his, His career high home runs is 26 and he's at 21 right now. So, guys, raking this year, so, and he's yeah. my sleeper pick because homecoming. He's used to that stadium, you know, used to that drive into that shitty ass parking lot. Um, <laughs> it sucks. I hate Dodgers. And th- this is, and he's having like you're saying, he has 21 bombs already. 21 bombs. Yes, sir. he's very familiar with the the atmosphere there, the crowd, everything that like the bright lights of LA. He's used to it. I think he can be a little sleeper pick in this. All right, all right. Well, let me tell you who he's matched up against, Trevor. Is that <laughs> sleeper? Because he's taking on the only rookie in this challenge, Julio Rodriguez, the J Show. He's taken on the only rookie. This is this is another great matchup. You got the former Dodger going back home. Back into the whatever they call it, ravine. Um, and then you got the rookie, you know, he's gonna take this all in rookie year in the home run derby, participating. Took Sandy Alcantara 450 feet. Mm. I mean, guy's a beast. Is he's he an, not even he, playing like a rookie. Is he no, an all star? Did he make the all star game? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was about to say, is he the is he, 
him and Albert the only people that like are in this that aren't in the All Star game? Albert's in the All Star game. Oh, he's the first. He's the first rookie to take part in the Derby since Pete Alonso and Vladimir Guerrero participated. Yeah, and that so, was electric great. when that happened. Yeah, you know he could he could obviously take over the show. He loves the attention and the spotlight. I've seen him on TikTok. He's very electric with his personality. J Rod, baby. And I mean, he, he loves it. Home run. He got yeah, that he young, that fuel. You know, that tank. That tank's full right now. Full mm. energy. You know, I I think your sleeper and my sleeper are facing each other. <laughs> <laughs> what a deal! You jumped on the sleeper too early. No. Right. Nervous. Then, nervous. then we're we're gonna hit and finish off with the four and five at the four spot. We got returning again. Gonna challenge these guys again. Gonna try for the Derby champ again. Juan Soto, one of the best young talent in the league. It doesn't even feel like I should be saying he's young, but he's young. He's been around for so long now. Their championship feels like decades. Ago, he's our age, right? Twenty three, or is he twenty four? I think he's younger. <laughs> I'm not too sure exactly. I don't know, but I saw a stat the other day. It was like most home runs at age of nineteen, and I think he, oh no, some random dude, but he was second. Um, but yeah, Juan Soto, he had a ball last year at Coors that went five hundred and like ten feet. Five hundred twenty feet. I remember that shit. That was crazy. No, yeah, absolute nuke. Those, those, that was a absolute nuke. <laughs> For real. Anything you can get over about 450, that ball was crushed. Yeah. Ah, rash. <laughs> All right. Then he's taking on the Guardians, Jose Ramirez. First timer for him? I think so. And this is another good matchup. I think these yeah. two guys are very competitive goes back to their roots, their, where they're from, you know, and I think that is going to light a fire of competition between these two guys. Oh, yeah. And I don't really know how, like, Dodger Stadium fits to left-handers versus right-handers, so I don't know really who's going to technically the favorite. Obviously, probably Pete Alonzo, but just because he's done it before, he's shown he can win. Stamina is there. Yeah, yeah. but some ballparks <coughs> cater to – like hitters more than others. I don't really care about Dodger Stadium. All I know is Tatis hit a ball out of the stadium. So maybe right-handers like hitting there. Yeah. Well, you know what the home run derby is? Is it's notorious for affecting hitter swings. Yeah. That's my comment on this, is that all of these guys are great hitters in this league, but how will it affect them in their second half? Because you Who's do change you, you change your swing for the home run derby. You are trying to hit balls out. You're trying to um, time it perfectly. Time trying it perfectly. to launch. You're also you're you're not trying to hit an opposite field. You want to try to pull everything, you know, and that's not something that you see guys trying to do every single day. So it is going to affect them, and I hope they're able to overcome that and get back to how fast is the home run derby pitching? Pitching, it's not. It's like sixty miles like, per hour, really? seventy maybe. It's it's usually so their timing is fucked. BP. No yeah. timing. Timing isn't fucked, but 
the most of these guys, their last feel of swinging a bat was trying to lift and hit home runs. Mm-hmm. So that's when, when they go to real games, they're slumped for one or two weeks, unless yeah. obviously they hit a bomb. But one of the slept on things in the home run derby is the BP pitcher. That is the most important part of this whole entire thing. Got to put it where they like it. Yeah, because exactly. the, the pitcher, yeah. you see him, he's getting tired. His ball's arching a little they bit more. They start going down. And you know, the, down the and derby's down different and than it was a couple of years ago. It's no longer you get 10 outs. It's a time clock. So that pitcher has to be perfect as well as you on your swing. Like, mm-hmm. you don't get to just sit and watch balls go by when you don't like it anymore. Like, yeah. every pitch counts. You're on a time clock, time frame. And then when you even hit the bonus, like – those couple seconds are key. If you could get off as many pitches as possible. And I know a couple of years ago, they tried to make it to where you had to wait for the ball to land. Like, no, just let them just tee off. Yeah, I don't care about the goes. cameras. As let fast them as they want to go. Just Yeah, I, I want the best guy to as many freaking homers as he could hit in the three-minute span or whatever it is. You guys have the most I, ever. Um, it used I to be it was Pete. Josh Hamilton in 2007 at Yankee Stadium, but it might be Pete now. He hit 28 in one round. That was the most. Damn. Yeah, that was man, old. Sure. Dude, that, that was wild. 10 outs. Wow. Yeah. And he didn't even win it. Yeah, no, he didn't. They didn't win it? <laughs> no. oh. My lord. I broke the record for most in a round and did not win it. Who <laughs> won Absolutely it? wild. Who won it? I think it was. Now you're, you know, it, what is this trivia? No, I'm at, no. <laughs> 2007. I'm just testing. Yeah. I want to say it was Prince. Yeah. I want to say it was Prince Fielder. That's wild. Wild. I mean, it could have been Prince Fielder won in both, both leagues. I think it was 2008, to be honest. Nah, I don't know. Now we're getting. <laughs> no, because 2008, 2008 was the last time at old yankee stadium so it makes sense why there's an all-star game there because because i was i went i was at a game all right right, you win all right me my facts aren't 100 accurate all the time oh thank you for coming to roman's trivia justin morno fuck yeah not prince Fielder. thank you i'm glad you didn't get that right (laughs) all right guys now to the worst part of the podcast i was just stalling for this the fall of the <laughs> San Diego Padres. It's been a long time since I heard a let's fucking go San Diego. And, uh, and I miss it. I miss I, it. Bad. I, I don't. I don't. Right now because over it. it's been real bad. Um, Padres, I think they're 4 and 12 over the last 16 games. We've won one fucking game in Colorado in like 15, 13. 13. Yeah, we're 1 and 13. Something like that in the last that, date, that dates back to last year because yeah, that dates back to last year and the fall of the Padres is is happening right, right around the corner, right, right in front of yeah. our faces. Um, you know, not too long ago, the beginning of the month, I believe we were one and a half games out from the Dodgers. Now we're very, very low, very back. Our, our so it was right before the beginning of months, so because it was before our series against them, and that started on the 30th of June. So it is July 14th. So that is a little over two weeks. The Padres are nine games out and about to be more, nine and a half. So the Dodgers are winning. Um, and it's it's a whole <clears throat> lot of things. It's it's the pitching, the bullpen, 
Um, consistency, health, obviously, is one thing. Tired. I mean, there, there's all the excuses in the book you could use, man. No Tatis. But this team just isn't winning games, man. I don't know. Plain and simple. Plain and and it's, simple. Um, it blows my mind because the other day they had a team meeting, you know, that they went extended because they weren't, like, warming up. And they still played shitty. Like, <laughs> there literally hasn't been any improvement since that team meeting. And they've blown the games is the worst <clears throat> part, is that they had leads and blown them. Like, the, this isn't fun. And then we came back today and then blew it wide open, like, 10 minutes later. Um, in the last 30 days, 30 games, whatever you want to call it, we haven't been that great, but we've had we've seen success from guys like CJ Abrams for the last 30 games, 30 days, whatever. He's played in 20 games, uh, 279 batting average, bomb. He has three doubles, 17 yeah, and hits. Our like best players are were our worst players earlier in the year. Um, Grisham has turned around the, over the last 70 games. He has like a 800 OPS. He has average suck still, but the OPS is he's hitting the ball hard at least now. Yeah, last fielding sucks. I could say also. last last 30, he's had a 700 <laughs> OPS. Yeah, Jake Jake the Rake finally starting to click, but it's like Hassan Kim's been very well for us over the last 30 days. Yeah, and quick shout out to. <clears throat> The rookie we just called up, Asturi Ruiz. He's fast. he's been here for like three games and he's been Very producing electric what we needed. But there has never been a time where we're all on the same fucking page. You know, Eric Hosmer, Manny Machado were carrying the club the first two months. They've obviously Hosmer has obviously take a downturn a whole one eighty. So is Manny that. too. No, Manny, 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 Manny I mean he's, out, he's hitting three hundred still, so yeah, two over two eighty over the last um how many games has he played in the last thirty days? Nineteen that, games. That, that's Manny though. Like if you look at his whole career, he is a career average two eighty hitter, and he's gonna give you thirty home runs and eighty five RBIs at, at the very least. Uh-oh. So uh, he's no doing his job. Has been really good since we added him. He's actually been like our low key best player. What did I say last couple up. pods ago? No more Mazzara is a good fit for this team. He's been really good. I mean, he might not be the best defensively. They might only play him in situations where he's facing an opposite hand, but that's some guy's strengths. Then we've seen a lot of bad. We've seen a lot of bad. Jose over the last 30 days. It's been an easy out. He's been a 192 in the last 22 games. Easy out. He just doesn't look like he's there. I'm ready to demote him. I'm. I've seen Will Myers be getting his rehab game, so I'm sure that is very soon. Um, and then we'll be seeing Will and Mazzara switch off right versus left hand, and then some Will would start. Um, and I mean, best case scenario, right when we get back after this All Star break, we get Will back, we get Rick back, we get Tati back, we get. Drew Pomerantz back, you know, like all these guys who are Everybody. in rehab. <clears throat> like, obviously, that will boost us. I know but it's, we've been asking for that a lot lately, but this is right around the time. I've, I've pushed everything back to the All-Star break, and we're a weekend it's away here. from the All-Star break. It's here, buddy. So this team is getting a well-needed week off. I mean, the bullpen, the, a lot of guys. I mean, we haven't even begun to talk about pitching and how bad. We've been pitching over the last 30 days. And you know it's bad when 
our best pitcher doesn't go six innings, which he's done all year, and then he can't go six innings against the Rockies, you know? Team who is nine games below 500, who apparently just turns into an all-star team when they play the Padres because they absolutely own us. They yeah. bend us over and say, here you go. And you, you know it's bad. Ass. You know it's bad when we scored 28 runs this series, which is the most we've ever scored in a series this year, and we lose because our pitching fails us. Yeah, and it, it was a lot. It was um I mean our pitching is what has carried us through most of the season. We're at that point to where it's midsummer, the bats are supposed to be here, and pitching can't keep up the two runs and go seven innings. Like it's not possible to do all year long. Joe Musgrove still shoving 104 innings, two, four, two ERA over the course of 16 games. Then you got you Darvish hundred innings, three, three, eight. Shamanaya a little bit getting a little bit up there four ERA in a hundred innings. And yeah, then and I'm Mackenzie Gore, who yeah, is I wanted to talk about. Yeah. So we'll, we'll start there. The season has flipped around for McKenzie this last month. The beginning of the month, he was rookie of the year, being <laughs> fucking awesome, pitching lights out. But we've hit a month-long drought, drought as you perceive. No, and it's it was. I said it like I think it might have been one or two pods ago. I want to see how he bounces back after having a shitty start. He just hasn't fucking bounced back. His ERA has gone up two and a half runs. Two and a half runs. It's gone up, and I'm just waiting for him to just get back. And it's like Snell today was fucking brutal. He looked good the first batter, and I was like, oh, Snell's looking nasty again. It's and always, then all of a sudden, second inning, inning, he threw 37 fucking pitches. Brutal. So, I mean, <clears throat> I th- we need help bad. Chris Matt hasn't been the same either the last two games. He got kind of blown up. Uh, Clevenger didn't have his best outing his last time. Blake Snell has had two good starts all year. Um, Stammen is now injured and will be for the foreseeable future because it seems like he had been dealing with an injury all year and it's been bad. But the one I really, really want to talk about who has been screwing us the most, I think, is Taylor Rogers. The Padres' closer is no longer, like, solid. All of a sudden, we have an issue. Taylor Rogers went from being leading the league in saves, one of the best closers around, all of a sudden after being hurt all year last year. Now he doubled his ERA, is a four ERA. He's blown five saves on the year. And every time he's out, it's a question mark. It's nerve-wracking every time he steps on He must have just been watching film on Melanson last year, and it was like, I'm going to do that. And it's not doing what exactly. No, but I saw, I think I saw a tweet. His, like, last four starts or five, not starts, but relief appearances. He's got an 11 ERA. That that will bring you up your ERA two runs. (laughs) Yep, and then Suarez who was actually getting very good on the year. He got put on the 60-day DL because his knee surgery with the Padres deemed, oh, just minor, nothing crazy going on there, like just minor. And then Lamette, who they brought up, was terrible in his outing. 
The Bill Chrismat this series was not too hot either. No, yeah. I, I Our best pitcher has been some guy we just signed off waivers, Taylor Scott. Taylor Scott. He's he's, he's literally bad. been a he's he got raked bad. off of yesterday too. Yeah, but he he had two and a third against the Giants of scoreless innings, which was phenomenal. Padres have a bullpen problem. We have a lot of problems. Outfield, home runs, errors. So many errors. Kim's terrible. Hosmer was terrible this series. Grisham has been bad. Grisham has very been bad. very bad. Very bad. It didn't look like he could see the ball. Like I don't know. I, I really don't know. I'm 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 almost at the point where I'm ready to move on from Trent. It seemed like he played his way out of Brewers. It seems like he's playing his way out of here, man. Sad to say because I'm a big Grisham fan, really am. But it's at the point where I think um, Ruiz, Arise, whatever his name is, I can't, I can't remember exactly. Ruiz, I think that he might, it might be time for a new, new face to man center. Um, he's got the speed. I mean, six once Rick Profar comes back already this left. year, he got his first uh, of his career this series. He's four for twelve, batting three hundred. I think that might be a good move, and then Grisham might be a halfway decent trade bait. I mean, he's got the Gold Glove. He's pretty decent overall outfielder, but I don't know. Maybe it's another team's fixing. Yeah, and. It- this is where uh, AJ Preller needs to go to work and like actually be a GM. <laughs> yeah, and this team needs bombs. Like uh, we talked about, who we think is going to be traded at the deadline. I mentioned Josh Bell. That might be a good fit here. Yeah. I need a power bat. You can place him outfield. Can place him first. I need a power bat. I mean, I'm over Hosmer because he doesn't bring much to anything to the table anymore, except for double plays. And he's good for three ground out tonight. Like the, that's legit. You know, this team might need a blown up, like a little blow up at the trade deadline, kind of like the Braves did last year. They made like five moves. Yeah. Speaking of that, the Padres right now have the same record as the Braves from last year. And, you know, the Braves won the World Series, but they definitely they fixed their team. Hole. They, they hole. saw holes yeah. there and they said, we need to fill them. So what are we going to do? We will fill them, and they won a World Series. AJ yeah. Preller is looking at this roster. If he doesn't make a move, ownership needs to cut his ass off. See the fuck out of here. He oh, just literally you, fucked and us. And you can trade picks now. Like, let's go. Let's I saw the it. Braves and the Royals make a trade for <clears throat> prospects and draft picks, dog. Let's go. Send those first rounders. Yeah, get them the fuck out of here. Let's go. <laughs> Let's make a move. Dog. Let's make I am, a I am always team. no. I'm on the Rams grind, bro. I am on the Rams grind. Win fuck now. your draft picks. Win fuck now. your picks. I want major league talent who is going to help me produce and win ball games. I don't care about a guy who is going to be good in this seven team, years. The team is so close. They need so a relief pitcher. If it takes trading one of our starting pitchers, <sighs> I mean, it might have to happen. Blake Snell, Clevenger, Manaya, one of them. To upgrade the pen, the lineup. I mean, I know everyone loves Afaro, but our catcher is still a question mark. Yep. No, blow up the farm. Fuck the farm. We don't yes. need the farm. 
I get agree. out of here. Literally, sports are all ran the same exact way. All of them. Football, basketball, baseball, hockey, tennis. They're all fucking ran the same way. Get the farm out of here. Trade your prospects for major league talent. That is how you make money. That is if how you win games. That's how you, yeah, but if you're a major league team, your best team that you can have is doing the absolute best. Fans are going to want to come to more games. And we've already seen our fans love this team. We want to win. We have the most sellouts throughout this year so far. We have, like, San Diego wants to win. AJ Preller is just sitting there with a thumb of his ass. He better be on the phone literally 24 hours a day. I don't care. What, Get something done. What concert is there? Dua Lipa. He's there. He's there. Dua Lipa. I'm trying to do some. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. I don't know. I don't know. I got lost. Oh. I got lost. Leave that to Jack Harlow. Leave <laughs> that to Jack Harlow. <laughs> More than just a feature. Something like that. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> um, but yeah, I know that JJ Preller in the stands. He's getting it, gigging. Yeah, he's just he's just getting it. He's just getting it, dancing, <laughs> dancing away. Um, that's about as much as I had to say about the Padres, man. You know, it kind of gets me sad talking about how bad, bad they are. But this is definitely the fall of the Padres right now. I'm ready to see the rise. I'm ready for Tatis to be back. I just so, hope we're going to run, baby. Management and ownership sees the same. Because the second half of the year, every game matters when it gets down to September, uh, even August. Like all these games are going to matter. We're playing our division more. I was trying to look at it earlier. I couldn't find anything, but Padres probably have the worst record in their division against the divisional opponents at the moment. So it's terrible. It is terrible. We need to move. We need to move bad. We need to win this series against the D-backs. That's for we sure. are literally looking in a mirror from 2021, and if nothing happens, this team's done. I don't know what to say. I don't we know. Need a heartbeat. We need a heartbeat. We need a heartbeat. Bob Melvin, it's not his fault. So if he's gone, like I'm, be pissed. There's no, no need. Not gonna be gone. There's no way that they get rid of our manager after one season of half a season of stupid play. Without Tatis even being there. Like, exactly. We don't even put that into this world. Good. We don't even put that into this world. <laughs> All right. That's about it for average stakes. Um, I mean, I told you it was a packed episode. We got a lot in a quick time. So, hope you guys enjoyed. Like, comment, subscribe always for the views, for the algorithm, for all of it. Absolutely. Let us know what you think will fix this team. Nothing. Wrong. What fixes this team, Jenny? Nothing. <laughs> All right. Another wrong would be an average. <laughs>